Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome, everyone, to Live from L.A. This is Pastor Matthew Barnett, Evangelist Temple, and the Dream Center here in Los Angeles. Great to have you, L.A., with us. And wow, has this been an unbelievable privilege for me to be here on day two hosting this show that I have listened to for so long, and now I have the opportunity to be a part of bringing it to you today. What a day that we had yesterday. The phones were just lighting up. Uh, people who are calling in, and man, yesterday was the beginning of the uh, of the mandates for the restaurants and all that went along with that, and the identification and checking at the doors, and uh, are you able to come in or not? And we had some unbelievable discussions, and uh, we talked about many of the things that uh, that that we are against and for, and we just had an open discussion, and that's what the good thing is about radio, and that's a good thing about life is when people just start bringing these things up and talking about these things, it's more healthy. It's when things are in the shadows and that's when it gets a little bit dangerous. And so we had a chance to really talk and, uh, and get through many things. And it's been a great joy to be with you again. Please don't forget. Let's call in. Let's get some things going today. And uh, let's just see a great show today. Call in 888-520-2557. 888-528-2557. Tell me, how was your day yesterday? Did you uh, experience some of the... Uh, uh, hustle and bustle around the uh, vaccines when you went into a restaurant? Did you not go because of it? Did you go and find that uh, there was a lot of barriers there? Like, what was your experience in Los Angeles? Tell us what you dealt with yesterday. I want to hear some reports about what happened a day after the mandates here in Los Angeles and how you feel about everything that's going on. I know I'm feeling great. Um, and, and so I want you to call in because we're going to have a great discussion today. Um, before I got here, uh, I was walking around the Dream Center and uh, in just the last couple of days, I've heard a testimony of a lady that was heading for prison in, in uh, six months. And we went to court and we stood in the gap for her and, and basically told the judge that, we're, that she's been clean for 14 months. And she picked up a, an addiction during the pandemic and uh, started to get involved in crime and organized crime and all kinds of things she was involved in. She got pulled over. It looked like she's going to be locked up for years. But uh, we went to court and we told them that, look, she needs rehab, not prison. And she's been clean for 14 months. And the judge basically told us, you are set free. And she spent about 16 hours in jail and then went right back to the Dream Center where she can continue helping other ladies to get their lives back on track again. So, so many good things that are happening in the world in the midst of all that's taking place. But yesterday, I know, was a big day in Los Angeles. The headlines of the news today are quite extensive. Uh, just a few things. I want to start with good news, but we also had a lot of news today. The Pentagon announced that now, listen to this, China has the largest official navy in the world. Just read, read that report before I came in, and CBS also has reported today that extensive slowdowns are are impacting the supply chain. It was, of course, we've seen that here in Los Angeles as well. LAPD sent an alert today warning people of a new crime trend called follow-home robberies. That sounds pretty terrifying, right? I mean, following someone home and, uh, and spotting these people out. And, uh, 
and stealing luxurious things from people. It's just a really an interesting time we're living in and and following them home, robbing them at gunpoint. And it's kind of a new phenomenon that's taking place in our city. And of course, the big news, obviously, is the first day of vaccine mandates left a lot of businesses struggling yesterday uh, to try to enforce. Uh, for example, Lady Bird Cafe in Echo Park um, opted not to open up their indoor dining at all because they didn't want to to deal with conflict or checking vaccination statuses. And so they decided they weren't even just going to open their doors. They were just going to let people eat outside everyone to avoid that type of confrontation. And so the businesses we just heard today will will receive a $5,000 fine for repeated offense of not checking someone's status at the door. Tell me how you're feeling. 888-528-528. 2557. Are you for these mandates? Are you against them? What did you experience yesterday? And uh, and we're we're going to get into this today. It's going to be a wonderful show. And uh yeah, I mean, you look around us today, there's a lot of uh confusion, there's a lot of uh anxiety in the world, but above all, God is always in control. And I was thinking about that today. I was just reading through some of the scriptures about being steadfast and being strong and the power of his might, trusting God with everything excuse me, that you have, and um, believing, pardon me for one second here, believing God for great things in the middle of hard times. You can tell my radio voice isn't right there yet. I'll I'll get the muscles going. But um, we saw that yesterday and all kinds of things that broke loose. And uh, and so, yeah, I want to get your phone calls and uh, I want to hear from those of you out there that are saying, hey, pastor, look, I'm dealing with this stuff. I it's it's a prevailing spirit maybe that's sitting over the whole city of Los Angeles and and um and, and and what are you dealing with how are you feeling during this time and um and what are your thoughts regarding that that is such a an urgent issue that that we're dealing with in the world today and so um yeah and they're also going to talk about the church you know the church is going to look different after covid the pandemic we're dealing with a lot of different things that are taking place and and uh how's the church going to be going forward we're hearing reports of pastors are saying their attendance is down 40% 50% many of them around 60% how does the church rebuild from that place that that we're dealing with and so um many things to talk about today but i just want to encourage uh those of you that are that are listening today that are in the middle of this tough time don't lose track of the basics of your walk with God. Don't lose track of the little things that we ought to do to stay spiritually strong. You know, the basics are the first things that tend to leave us during hard times. We abandon our faith and uh, we forget about doing the little things and then we get irritated, we get frustrated, we get bound by burdens, we get bound by situations simply because we've just disconnected ourselves from the things that we know that bring us life. Never leave behind the things that you know that bring you life. And that is the things of God. That is the call of God. That's the word of God, staying strong and steadfast. When, when times get tough and the world is just fighting all around us and clamoring for our attention and clamoring for our time and, and really clamoring for our energy and frustrations, we have got to remain strong and do the basics. Uh, many times, you know, we just leave the fundamentals of our faith. But stay strong and stay connected to what you know is true and remain in the things of God. And so yesterday, um, you know, there's the the mandates and and I was listening to a lot of different of the of the restaurant owners saying, look, I don't know what to do. I'm scared. I, I don't have, know how to deal with the situation and I don't know how to deal with um, all the conflict that was going on and and um, just different experiences. And so, you know, there's there's a lot of, um, I guess, a prevailing spirit 
of when is this thing going to end? I think that's the frustration that a lot of people are dealing with right now. They're like, is this going to be a thing that we're just going to be dealing with for a long, long time? And, uh, and I think the struggle and the, and the mindset and the burdens begin to, to pile up. And uh, when you don't think there's an end to something, people get frustrated. So I believe that the most important thing you can do is, is, is talk about hope in the middle of hard times. And, you know, today, for example, the CEO of Pfizer came out and said, everyone who spreads disinformation about the vaccine is a criminal. Now, like those kind of conversations don't help. Calling people criminals. And, I, and, and, you know, I know there's some dark corners of the Internet. And there's some things on both sides that people say that that um, come from misinformation, things like that. But my question is, what what is misinformation going forward? What is the definition of that? Is it going to get to the place to where if you just say anything, if you quote the word of God, is that misinformation to some? So there, there's this there's this area of of conflict regarding misinformation where we're trying to figure out what you know what that really means. How far can that go? Um, can simply reading the scriptures to some be considered that? So we have a lot to deal with right now. There's a, there's a lot of forces in the world today that are trying to silence people. And we cannot be silent because, again, like I said, every dangerous thing happens in the shadows and the corners of society when people are not talking. That's when it becomes dangerous. And so we got a phone call coming up. I'm so glad to have Annie from Diamond Bar. Tell us, what do you think, Annie, about the mandates yesterday and this crazy Los Angeles rule uh, that most states can't even comprehend, but we're dealing with it. What do you think about it? I'm completely against it. Um, I'm not surprised. I see our freedoms are being taken away from us. Um, and I feel like they've used political, everything political has kind of like clouded everyone and made everyone go against each other and, you know, everything's political. But I feel like they've taken away our freedom. They're going to keep doing it. And us Christians, we need to realize that we are at, in the end time, this is exactly what's to be expected. Living in the United States, we've, especially in California, we've been so lucky for the freedoms that we have and the, the, the lifestyles that we're able to live. And our country is declining quickly. We're losing our freedom, and we need to just look up and yeah. uh, go to church while we can. <laughs> while we can, right? That's a luxury. That's a luxury that I think we've taken for granted. Yeah, no, thank you so much, Annie, for that call. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are kind of saying that. They, they just feel like there's a... They can't quite explain, but there's like a prevailing spirit, like a suffocating type of thing that's upon people. And they just that like like life can't just break through. It's just a never ending cycle. It's like uh, Groundhog Day. We're living the same day every all over again. And uh, there was a lot of frustration. I know early during this pandemic it was like if we hit the metrics, we can move to this level. And then, you know, we would hit the metrics. And then it was like, no, wait, but not not really. Um, let, let, let's hold back, you know. And so it's just kind of a lot of this uh, back and forth of like we're, we're getting free. We're moving forward. I get it. There's a lot of pain and suffering in the world. 
But but at some point, is it ever going to get to the place to where, you know, we don't have these things that are coming out of left field, like you have to bring your papers into a restaurant and we are going to verify to see if you are eligible to sit with the good people, you know, or these crazy type of like outlandish sides and positions people that are on is foreign to us because we believe as God's people to love everyone, right? Call in if you have an opinion, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. And really what, what Annie was, what was talking about is, um, is just, this is this kind of, we just can't break free that mindset, you know, and, and uh, we just, we feel that we're, you know, hitting all the marks. And I remember when there was a day in Los Angeles that if we got to like 75 or 80% vaccinations or, or, or whatever, even 60%, we'd be like, okay, we're, we're, we're moving in the direction and we're going forward. But then it's like, you know, we hit, we hit these marks and all these things happen. And, you know, what's the next barrier going to be? What's the next thing going to be? And, you know, I was looking at my, um, one of my friends, his daughter uh, goes to L.A. school and and uh, he's just showing me one after another, just all these tests that she's been doing, all these swabs and like one after another. And just, you know, a regular part of life is sticking the thing up her nose, you know, and and it's just it's just one of those things we have got to uh, stay strong. There are uh, there is definitely something there. And anyone who's uh, connected spiritually understands that there is something that is there in the air that just feels like we are in this separation of culture, of people. It doesn't feel right because that's not who we are. We are people of unity. We are people together. We are people that disagree and we argue. And, and uh, at the end of the day, we love one another. And yesterday I had some amazing uh, people tune in and who just called and had great opinions about things. And, um, and so, you know, there's a lot of just mistrust. And, uh, and again, you know, it doesn't help when the CEO of Pfizer comes out and says, you know, you are a criminal if you basically have any type of questions or um, about what's going on. So, I mean, it's it's tough because you see speech get diminished down to where you just really feel like you can't even like ask a question. Right. I mean, it's very strange. So maybe Rich from Buena Park has something to say. Thank you so much, Rich. Uh, uh, what do you have to say about just everything in general that's going on? Maybe you have a, di- a different perspective of what's what's taking place. Yeah, well, you know, uh, almost every medication you can buy through a pharmacy, whatever pharmacy it is, comes with some kind of a warning label. The warning labels are, you know, include all, you know, all these bad things that will be done to your body if you stay on this medication for too long. And uh, I, I don't see any warning labels on the vaccines. The ingredients are invisible. They're secretive about everything. So how, how can you actually trust it? Wow, Rich, that's interesting. I've never really, really thought about the warning labels or anything on that. Um, of just looking into that issue, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, even it's aspirin, new, right? Aspirin, you know, has warning labels. An aspirin bottle has warning labels. You know, it'll do bad things to you. If you right. Take, take it in. But I mean, I, I'm afraid. Yeah. See, and that's what people it's need to. Be, it's, it's done in secret. Yeah, and people need to be okay to be afraid, and that's the problem. People are not like, okay to be afraid. And I thought that's America where, you know, you have concerns, you have questions and, you know, you you might need a little bit of time to work through these issues of your life. But now it's just kind of like, okay, if, if, if you have questions, if you're going to trust something that doesn't have a warning label, I'm not against it. Obviously I, I have no reservations towards the vaccine at all. Um, I believe in general, probably for most people, it's a, a very good thing, but but, but no one really ultimately knows until time has a way of kind of, showing us what the results are 
over a long period of time. And so, I, you know, if people ask questions, are they going to be like cast out of society? It's just a lot of things are going on. And, and, and that's why it's just really important to just love one another, regardless of your differing opinions on this issue. Try to be a bridge as much as possible. Listen one to another. And I know that maybe Joy uh, from Inglewood has some perspective, and uh, I think we need to get our eyes on the eternal and really try to look up because it would be very easy not to. And I think it's important that all of us have a great margin of forgiveness one for another because we're going to say things we don't mean during this time. We're going to be frustrated and angry. But if we can have a quick margin of forgiveness, we can work towards unity and, uh, and being the glue that holds society together during this time as God's people in the church. Joy, what do you think about all that's going on? I would love to hear from you. Well, uh, personally, I think it's a great time to get closer to God. It's a great time to get into my Bible. If I keep my eyes upon Him, He will keep me in perfect peace. There is always some reason to have anxiety about something. I'm not saying that your feelings are not true, because they're very much true. But the more and more I get afraid, the more and more I pull to God and say, God, your daughter is afraid. Your daughter is scared. Your daughter is nervous. Can you help me with this? And I tell you, I feel like, I'm different from everyone because a lot of things don't bother me. A lot of things I know I can't control. If I can't control, I know God is in control. Oh, Joy, that's fantastic. And and what what you're really saying is I'm I'm just I'm looking to a different source during this time and I, I have um complete confidence in what God is able to do in my life. And I and I just love that because you know, it's, it's, uh, you can go to God. He'll always listen to you. He won't like, uh, if you have an opinion or if you have something in your heart, um, and you can openly share it to God, he's not going to cast you aside or call you a name or label you for, you know, doing this or that, or having an opinion about something. Our God is so good that you can share anything to him, ask anything in his name. And, uh, and, and so that's, that's the one refuge that we always know that is safe to go to during hard times. And, uh, and so thank you so much for that. And, uh, and again, this issue, this seems to come up over and over again, all of our phone calls. People are talking about the issue of people being divided over this and uh, being and split apart and separated. Um, Lucy in Los Angeles, uh, what do you think about the vaccines? What do you think about just this prevailing battle that's going on in the world today uh, between the vax and the unvax and all this stuff? I think there are more people getting divided nowadays in our society. They started all this movement with color of the people where I'm pretty sure like so many people, they love each other. They used to love each other. They start making, bringing this fight between white and black and now vaccinated, unvaccinated. And I'm pretty sure once we're done with this, they will bring up something else. And today I was going with my family through the Westwood area where the UCLA is. So many businesses were just closed. Everything was empty. Like, they're, like, intentionally killing all the businesses and everything. So many people there leaving our state. I just don't know what exactly to expect. And I'm also a medical worker. Every day I'm listening to the radio and everything. Like, why people don't together stand up for our rights? I really don't know what's going on. You know, that's a very good question. And sometimes great questions like that can lead to solutions. I mean, we just have to keep speaking up. And I know some of these cities you're talking about, these communities, you go there, you're like, I don't even like those. Everything is gone. Like the pillars of communities are gone. You know, grocery stores, places that used to be really a great center point of gathering, no longer there anymore. And uh, it's just really quite fascinating. And the calls that are coming in today have just been absolutely incredible. 888-528-2557, KKLA, 
And thank you for joining us today on LA Live. We're going to take one more phone call, and then we're going to just keep getting back to um, as many as we possibly can. We have, a after the break, a wonderful guest, Kevin Gerald, that's going to be with us here today. He's going to answer a lot of the questions about how to unify a, a culture that is broken between the vax and the unvax. Very interesting perspective. But Penny, I believe... Uh, from Los Angeles. Uh, what do you have to say in these final couple minutes here before we go to break? Yeah, I'm Penny. I'm totally blind. And, um, you know, ever since, you know, when this COVID hit, you know, I was going to this um, Braille Institute, you know, in on Vermont and Maryland. And then when COVID hit, well, I, you know, of course, I became depressed and everything, but um, Jesus helped me through that. And I just don't like what's going on. I don't, I don't like the fact that, you know, you're forced to take the vaccine. And, you know, like if you say you go to school, you're going back to school, you have to take the vaccine. You have to show a card that you've been vaccinated. I just don't like what's happening. And I'm looking forward to Jesus coming. He could come at any time. So I just thought I'd call and, and, and talk. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Penny, for sharing. I, I, I think a lot of us feel, you know, that that, that same way. Um, just, you know, we, we, we're people of free will. I mean, even our Lord and Savior gave us free will. Um, and, and I think that that's being tested in, a, in an unprecedented way here in Los Angeles through many different ways. And uh, fighting and pitting people against each other is a very dangerous road to go down in order to achieve any uh, objective. And uh, so we're, we're going to come back from the break and we want to keep taking your call. So please keep calling in. Um, I can see your names up there and we will get to as many as possible because the people in Los Angeles speaking out has been the best format for this show over the last couple of days. I'm so blessed and honored you've been calling in, sharing your heart, open forum, a place where people can begin to share everything that's taking place again. 888 888- Five two eight two five five seven, and Kevin Gerald will be up next, and he's going to try to bring some perspective to some of the things that we've been hearing. A lot of frustration, a lot of people feeling like people are being divided. We're not about division. We are about bringing people together, and that's what God's people are, and that's why it's such a foreign message to many of us because we are about the unity of people and not division. But hey, we are going to continue to operate in love. We're going to serve one another, and we're going to be right back. Stay tuned for Kevin Gerald, author of the book, Naked and Unafraid. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful segment. Tune in. Stay tuned. Welcome, everybody, live from L.A. What a great segment. Uh, Calls are still coming in. Keep those calls coming in at 888-528-2557. We're going to get to them. We are going to get to all the calls. But first of all, we have a guest with us. I'm so blessed to have you, pastors, in the Tacoma, Washington area. And uh, what a great blessing he is. Author of the book, Naked and Unafraid. Pick it up everywhere in stores. Pastor Kevin Gerald from Celebration Champion Center in uh, Tacoma. How are you doing? And I know you've been listening to this conversation, and, and uh, it's pretty intriguing what's happening here in Los Angeles and up and down the coast. Hey, Matthew, thank you for having me today. Yes, I'm, uh, I'm excited to be with you, and uh, you're right. It's really intriguing what's going on yeah. today. And by the, by the way, you, you're in a great uh, 
maybe you found your new role here, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I lost my voice the first two minutes. I'm kind of a lightweight, but anyways, I'm back. But uh, but Pastor Kevin, you you spoke at our church last Thursday, and one of the most amazing messages about not being offended and not living in offense. It was unbelievable. But really, um, one of the things that I that I heard from you from your service was unbelievable. Talking about this bridge between vaxxed and unvaxxed in the church and God's people and his response and, and uh, how we as believers respond. What, what is your take on in all of this vax versus unvaxxed, like the war between the vaccinated and the unvaxxed? Sounds like a horror film, right? But, uh, but how are we to bridge a gap? What do you think is the solution? Well, let me begin by saying that my wife and I have both had the virus and we have friends, we have church members, who have had the virus, who have not had the virus, been vaccinated, not been vaccinated. Some people are comfortable with the vaccine, others are not. And so you've got the the yes, I will uh, group, and you've got the no, I won't group. And so my, my take on it really is that Scripture teaches us that there are decisions that that are right for some people that are actually wrong for others. And I think that surprises a lot of folks when they hear that. Uh, but it, it's definitely what the, the reference that I'll make just to kind of, uh, just to kind of get this point across is found in Romans chapter 14. And the apostle Paul addresses the Christian church at Rome. And he, there's two groups of people, Matthew, that he's talking to. One group believed that it was wrong to eat meat because there was no way to know where the meat had come from and how it had been processed. And, and that was kind of like the no, I won't, I won't group. Uh, and by the way, their main concern was because meat, the meat had been used in worship to pagan gods, and then the parts of the animal that were not burnt were taken to market, might end up on the dinner table. And so some just believed that that process defiled the meat, it should not be consumed. And then there was another group of Christians who believed that, you know, it was not wrong and it was not even risky to eat meat, huh. uh, even if it had been offered to idols. And that was the, the yes, I will group. And so the Apostle Paul steps into the middle of that, and he says to them, hey, one person's faith allows them to eat anything, but another's faith doesn't allow them to eat any meat, only vegetables. And the one who eats everything should not treat with contempt those who don't eat everything. So he ends up in the middle of the yes, I will, and the no, I won't people. And he he really makes an appeal to them to say, you know, uh, you guys need to really respect one another's right to make this decision. Uh, And the reason I like this particular example is because it has to do with something going into your body. Yes, and there were people who really believed, like you know, to eat that would could be uh, dangerous. It could defile them. It could be physically harmful as well as spiritually harmful. There were other people who were like, no, everything, you know, er- everything's clean. Everything's cleansed. We pray over it. We bless it. We're going to be fine. <laughs> but I-, I think the the point I've tried to say to our church and uh, other people is, for example, with the vaccine, I. You know, I, I just don't think that it's as easy as saying, well, that's right or that's wrong. I, I think that we, I'm not against the vaccine, but I am against the mandate. I'm against people 
uh, making other people's decisions for them. And so that's kind of where I stand on it. Oh, yeah. You know, when, when you say that, too, it sounds so balanced. It sounds like, yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. But um, it's it's fascinating how just bringing up those concerns and listening to people's concerns like you are is just standing in the middle saying, look, I, I want to hear what both of you have to say. It sounds like such a kingdom mindset, right, to, to, to be a bridge builder. But in, in the world today, simply saying, look, I understand and listen to what your concerns are. Um, almost like will ostracize you. Where, what's that, where's that coming from? Uh, that belief that just asking questions regarding something that even the own California government was kind of denying in the beginning saying, we don't even think, we're not sure if this is going to work. And then all of a sudden they kind of changed their, their tune. Now everyone's got to go in that direction. I mean, it's, it's kind of a strange level of very intense conformity. And um, I think it's really challenging. Well, and not only that, I, I feel like that uh, it turns into discrimination. Um, and that's kind of where we are right now, is that really good people, um, I mean, people who are a blessing to our city, some of the greatest people in our nations, mm. they're being severely punished for not getting the vaccine. People in our military, law enforcement, health workers, you know, doctors, nurses, first responders, first responders. I mean, we go on and on. Our school teachers, um, they've gone through educational process. They've made huge sacrifices and they've dedicated their life to serving people, protecting people. And now they're forced to choose between their jobs and their own deep-seated wow. beliefs and matters of conscience. And, and that's why I really believe that God's called us whenever there's not a clear right and wrong. Of course, there's things in the Bible, you know, the Ten Commandments, there's a clarity about that. But when there's not a clear right and wrong, I, I believe that's why God has called us as Christians to stand up for, for one another's freedom uh, in matters of conscience. Oh, Pastor Kevin, you're so refreshing to, to hear your perspective on this. And, you know, when I was taking the calls. Um, it was interesting because it didn't really seem that people were hostile um, about their frustration with the mandate. It was just more of like sadness. It was really interesting, like in the first segment. Mm -hmm. And go ahead and, and call right now, 888-528-2557. Um, and when we go to, after we go to the break, we're going to just go take phone calls one after another. But it was just, it seemed like more of a sadness. And, um, and that, that, that's what was yeah. kind of breaking my heart a little bit. It didn't seem like defiant. It didn't seem like we're going to put our fists in the air and fight. It just seemed like, man, I just... I have people that I love who have been separated from me, and um, I, you know, I just I feel like it's caused so much division. So that that's kind of the prevailing spirit that I'm getting through everyone that's talking here today. Well, and and I love hearing that because that sound that seems much more appropriate for yes. us. And I would just say to all of the the listeners today, I started doing something and encouraging other people to do that to do this. And, and that is, I started praying more, um, the Lord's prayer and, and especially the part, you know, your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yes. Um, I believe that there's something we can do. We're sad in some ways and can't control some of the things that are happening. But, um, Matthew, I just really believe we can continue to pray that in the middle of the the frustration and the the battles that are going on and the opinions of people, um, I believe we ought to 
just really continue to pray, kingdom come, kingdom come, will of God be done on earth. And I believe that's something we can all do as believers. Pastor Kevin Gerald, thank you so much. Champion Center, we love you. We are so thankful for your leadership on these issues and really speaking grace and love and truth uh, to what is going on here today. And and we're going to go to the break and uh, make sure to pick up his book, Naked and Unafraid, just a phenomenal book about a lot of these challenging issues that you might feel that are not really right, but at the same time, you just don't really know what you feel in words backed by scripture. But uh, I think just a lot of these type of issues in general of life's challenging uh, questions will be answered. So thank you so much for being with us. We love you. Thank God for you. And, uh, and we're going to come back. And after the break, we're going to get right to Bryn from Cyprus, who's been patiently waiting. And we cannot wait to hear what uh, Bryn has got to say regarding all this. KKLA, LA Live, continue to tune in. We're excited about this next segment. Welcome, everyone, back to Live from L.A. This is Pastor Matthew Barnett, the Los Angeles Dream Center in Angeles Temple. Thank you for joining us on KKLA 99.5. What a show. What a great segment from Kevin Gerald, who broke it down scriptures by scripture, uh, just letting us know about the wonderful opportunity we have to stand in the gap for people and be a bridge of hope one for another. Thank you so much for that. And uh, we are just moving into our callers, so make sure to call the line. Get in and let us know your opinion about mandates. Uh, did you go somewhere and uh, someone carded you, which just sounds very weird going to a restaurant, right? And, uh, you know, uh, what did you do to get carded? Uh, I went into a Chuck E. Cheese, right? Now, sounds weird. But anyways, but call the number 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Do you have a response to what has gone on with the vaccine mandate? Uh, what are your concerns in general about society, culture, uh, heavy handedness, maybe division, maybe people groups being separated one with another, uh, maybe questions about the vaccine. Thank you so much. We have a caller in Bryn who's been waiting the longest patiently. Thank you so much, Bryn from Cyprus. What do you have to say about this? Oh, good, good afternoon, brother. How are you today? I'm so good. Thank you. Praise God. Uh, you know, I just have to look at this, um, in a broad way. They are pushing this vaccine so much, and they are willing to lose nurses, doctors, police officers, military, and um, electricians. Why? What is so important that they would want to lose all these people in the United States and take their jobs away? And what is the long term of this vaccine? What is? is there, I think it's more than just COVID nineteen. I. I believe this in my heart you know because nothing should be pushed this hard and willing to get up people's lives and jobs and i just don't understand it if people want to take it and you give what all the ingredients and say yes it can harm you no it can't but to push it to the point where they are feeling so desperate not to lose the way they take care of their family it's way more than what they're they're leading on to be I don't believe it. It's just about the vac- just being a vaccine. I do believe there's a lot, something more going on. Wow, Brand. Absolutely. You know, when you when you look at uh, during the heart of the lockdowns, when there's so much civil unrest, you know, they called upon the police to protect their 
their homes or property, protesting outside politicians' houses and threatening to even go into their houses and take what was theirs. I mean, and they were the police were called upon for every single act of civil unrest during that time. And now all of a sudden it's like the same people that fought and defended and were breaking up all these illegal rings and things that were going on and uh, were, the, were the protectors and the guardians of, of, of humanity. Now all of a sudden you're gone if you don't get a shot. So you are right. We can't quite figure out what is going on that would allow the pillars of society's lives and their livelihoods to be threatened in such a very simple, like very direct way. And uh, Brent, I think asking that question to figure out why, like why are these incredible pillars being uh, uprooted or even questioned? So those are, again, those are really good questions because these are men and women who first responders who gave everything and, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because my whole life growing up, you know, I've always heard about natural medicine and there's people, Republicans and Democrats on both sides have, have always had reservations about really anything um, that deals with shots or the, or the medical or flu shots. And, uh, and most of my friends really on the, uh, on the other side politically, they 50-50 really have the same concerns that people are now. So, you know, I think it's important to understand that uh, – that there is something that's going on that's being pushed he- so heavy right into the core of humanity and the very institutions we need to protect society is, is really what's, what's disarming. And I know Mario in Los Angeles um, ha- has something to say about this as well. Mario, thank you for joining us on KKLA. Yes, how are you doing, Pastor Matthew? I'm doing good. Thank you. All right. Uh, yeah, the, the reason I'm calling, you know, the... I'm not vaccinated, right? Me and my whole family were not vaccinated. We're believers and uh you know, we're Christians but and at the same time at the same time I don't believe I don't, I don't believe in this vaccination. It seems like they're pushing it on you. Now they're pushing it on the kids. It's like I don't know, it feels it feels so wrong about it. You know, I don't know sometimes I, I would like to get a like a confirmation about, you know, spiritual spiritually. Yeah. Like that, but, you know, what should I do now? It's like, man, they, my son, he can't even go to the gym no more. Yeah. You know, they, they, they tell him not to go. If you don't have the vaccination card, he can't even go no more. And it's like, it's pushing it. Like, at the end, the end time, I see it like that. Like, now, you know, they're preparing the mind to, yeah. for something else in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of people calling in today who just say, why the force? Why the aggressive? I, I understand on the surface that they protect as many people as possible. I get that. I understand it. But but why to the point of you will lose everything that you have, you know, in order for this to take place? That is a, a spirit. And a lot of people just feel a little unrest in their spirit. They're like, this is really kind of coming on very intense, and I just don't understand it. And so— that's a real feeling and God's people are like, I'm praying about these decisions. I don't know. I want the Holy Spirit to guide me and lead me. And, and, uh, and then you're battling with that. So there's just, you know, there's all that concern that is going on. And then the fact that you're just saying, I'm just trying to pray about it. I'm trying to figure out what's going on, but yet my life is being, you know, stripped from me step by step. It's a really, uh, it's a scary thing. And, uh, you know, Los Angeles is stepping up. We're getting a lot of calls from people in LA and, uh, everyone's kind of flowing in that same direction of just, you know, something doesn't feel right. And when a lot of people start saying that together, there's probably something that is going on in the world that um, it is frightening and it's concerning. And uh, and so, Carlos, um, 
Well, what do you have to say about um, all that's going on? I know you, you pick up your kids from school and you live life like anybody else. And what are some of the struggles that you're dealing with or, or comments that you have? Mr. Barnett, well, my worry is I drop off my boys at an LAUSD school. And I'm just scared that one day I'm going to just show up and they're going to be vaccinated without my permission. Wow. Wow. Has there been anything that's uh, alluded, uh, allowed you to believe that? Or do you feel the pressure of that? Or what, what, what's causing you maybe to feel that type of anxiety? I mean, you go online, you read stuff left and right, and it's like what's real and what's not real. And uh, like the, the school district not being straight. Yeah. And it's just being a parent. Monday through Friday, you pick up your kids at four, and you got to ask every single day, hey, what's going on? How do you feel? How were you treated? Wow. And for my eight-year-old, one ball for a whole class. All the kids are fighting over over one ball um, for COVID. Not enough teachers. I've seen teachers in the schools without their mask, and you call them out on it, and it's like, I get a phone call from the principal from school, and he gives me attitude. It's it's not right. The LAUD school district is not doing their job. Yeah, what does it feel like um, when you uh, you know pull up into the school and you, and you is it is there just kind of a prevailing uh, feeling of fear or what's the feeling now versus when you used to drop off your kids at school? Like how how is the contrast? I start at. I start work at 6. I have to have a QR code before 7 o'clock because the system gets clogged up because every kid needs a QR code to access the school. So I start at 6. I'm already getting my kid's QR code just to access the school, which yeah. is ridiculous. There's lines of parents trying to get this code through just to get their kids into school. And I've taken my kids to a temporary school that was made at the Dream Center no QR code, no nothing. Everything yeah. was normal. My kids were at their happiest peak at this pandemic at the Dream Center. Oh, thank you so much for your call, Carlos. And I, I remember those times at the Dream Center when we set up our uh, temporary outdoor high-speed Wi-Fi school where kids could just come and go to school outdoors and just be kids. And it was a beautiful experience. And um, thank you, Carlos, for that call. And, um, you know, maybe it's a confirmation that we ought to, we ought to try it again. But uh there's just so much that's been going on. And I think, again, every single call today has been not defiant, not angry. It's prayerful about the decisions they're making. And at the same time, it's just heavy. It's a heavy heartedness. But, you know, we're working through these things. We're talking through. We're living in a, in a world that uh, doesn't quite necessarily think that we do in the area of freedom, love for one another, you know, reaching out. It's, 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 it's all said and done. We live in a political world that divides people according to camps and says you are this or you are that and puts labels on people. And that's the very thing that, that Jesus came to die on the cross for, to eliminate those labels, to bring people together, to unify. But sometimes we just have to have someone that we listen to and say, look, I, I drop my kids off every day. We play with one ball. It's not the same. Remember during COVID, during the height of it, you would go to the park and there'd be caution tape all over like somebody just got murdered. Remember those days? I'm in Los Angeles on the playground, you know, and to back off. And then, and uh, just the imagery that young people live with, you know, they're, they're, those things stay in their mind. Uh, those things that they, that uh, never quite get over um, through God's grace. We can overcome anything. We will. But those things are real concerns and real issues. Call in 
888-528-2557. And I have with me here Brad Reed. He's here at the Dream Center. He pastors alongside of me at Angela Temple. And uh, he's just going to kind of sit in the studio with me and, and provide some observation to what is going on. And Brad, I know you've been listening to the show and people are calling in and we're just... We think that we are through COVID, and then all of a sudden we're like, we're there. And then, nope, no, now you got to have a card to go in. It's just like, it's what, it feels like you're like in a, in a video game, you know, and uh, all the different uh, things are getting thrown at you at the, Mar- the Mario levels, right? <laughs> level one, you got to do this level two. Oh, there's level three. Uh, Brad, somebody who's lived in New York and Los Angeles before you came here, you have got to have a lot of perspective on uh, what's taking place during this time. Yeah, it's definitely uh, two steps forward, one step back. Two steps forward, two steps back. It, it, and, it, and then the, 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 uh, the game moves, right? The line moves constantly, right? We're always trying to figure out where's that line as Christians and how, do we, how are we kind, but how do we stand up for what we believe in? And we're always pushing that line back and forth. And, yeah, it's been really crazy this last couple of years with living in New York City for almost 12 years and then seeing the pandemic and then now being back here in Los Angeles and seeing all the stuff you were talking about before. I got four kids trying to take them out to the playground, trying to integrate them back in the school. You talk about crazy. Trying to get my kids to switch schools in the middle of a pandemic, man. It was insanity. It was crazy. The amount of jump, the hoops we had to jump through, like our caller, Carlos was talking about, the QR codes signing them in, getting them all ready. It was insane. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great challenge. And, and, and really, we're going to take phone calls again. So make, call in right now. We'll get to you right after this next break. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Call in KKLA 99.5, live from LA. And when we get back from the break, we are going to talk about what is the church going to look like going forward? What is the post-COVID church or even still in COVID church uh, looking like going forward? And how are we going to see how's it going to look like? Is the church going to become more New Testament in the sense of Book of Acts? Or is it going to become something else? We'll discuss that after the break.